There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Parsi Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Royal Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Swim for recreation and for relaxation this summer. Swimming is one of the more enjoyable activities that anyone could perform. If you think back to the days when you were a young kid, you just couldn't wait to go to the lake or to the beach or go to your friend's house to go swimming. And the loss of your vision doesn't mean the end of swimming. I know that for myself, when I lost my vision, I thought, my gosh, it would be so difficult to swim. You really won't know where you're at, or it would be just kind of difficult to swim. But actually, when you really think about it, why should your vision really interfere how you swim? You can simply float, you can paddle, and you could use your other senses to help you to know where you are. Before you begin a swimming program, it's best to speak with your doctor to make certain that physically you're ready to start swimming. If you're really not, you might go to the YMCA to their swimming pool. One of the greatest forms of exercise is what they call the water aerobics. This is a great program that I first learned about from the Dodger coach Tommy Lasorda. I thought, gosh, that looks so stupid. I don't want to do that. That seems too easy. But as soon as I started to take some of these types of water aerobics classes, I couldn't believe how difficult it was. I thought, my goodness, I would be able to do these things for hours, but within 30 minutes, I really could feel it in my arms and my legs. If you're interested in taking one of these classes, you'll really find it to be very fun. First of all, you don't even have to know how to swim. They place you inside the pool, and the pool is usually a wonderful temperature, so it's very, very comfortable. Just being in the water like that is very, very refreshing. When you're standing inside the pool, the water doesn't go over your chest, and you're able to do some different exercises. Some of these exercises will simply be walking across the pool. When you're submerged with half your body under the water, it causes resistance, and you'll find that it really is a good workout for your legs. But on the other hand, if you have arthritis or other types of pain, you'll find it to be much, much easier than actually walking in the regular environment because of the fact that the water sort of lifts you up. It makes you lighter in weight. There's less gravity that's pulling pressure down on your joints. There's other exercises where you're going to be using your arms so you can work on your biceps and your triceps. And there's a wide variety of exercises that are really, really helpful. If you're a person who also enjoys swimming, you could also swim laps. At the YMCA and other places, they have sections that are going to be corded off, so this makes it very easy to swim. If you start to veer off and maybe you don't have enough vision, you'll soon find that you're bumping into a little bit of a rope, and that's no problem at all. One of the things that I found to be very helpful is that I really concentrate on the sound. What I actually do is that I have a pool at my home, and what I've done is I've taken a radio out there and I put the radio right at the center of the edge of one end of the pool. So then as I'm swimming, I have a target. I could hear the music and I know directly where to go towards. This makes it really very, very easy to keep your orientation of where you are in the pool. If you want to get a little bit more sophisticated, you might put one on opposite ends of the pool and have it on the same radio station. 
But for me, it really has never been that I needed that. I am totally blind, but when I get into the pool, I know where I'm at when I'm at the edge. So I just simply swim towards the opposite side where I hear the radio. This is something that has been very, very relaxing for me, and I find it to be one of the best exercises that there is. I've also noticed that when I swim, my appetite is really very, very good. It's something that feels nice that after you swam and you relax, you dried off and you showered, you feel, my goodness, you know, your lunch tastes so much better just because of the fact that you're hungrier. So this summer, I recommend that you might consider taking some different exercise classes that are going to be in the pool, or you could just do some swimming. Before you take any exercise program, it's best that you speak with your physician. And if you don't know how to swim, this is another great opportunity for you to learn. You don't have to be embarrassed because you'll know that there are many, many other people who don't swim very well. But once you learn to swim, you will find that swimming is very, very enjoyable and it's a great healthy exercise that will keep you young and fit. I hope this information is helpful to you. And please tune in next time as we bring you more information with Living with Low Vision. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. <laughs>